Live from this here rock, we are back at Plymouth Rock to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day by slaughtering and eating a giant Plymouth Rock chicken stuffed with stamps made out of toilet paper. A terstampin, so to speak. Toilet paper? Stamps made out of toilet paper? Where the heck did that come from? Why are you making toilet paper with stamps out of toilet paper? That doesn't make any sense. You wrote it. This is the award-winning stamp show here today, episode number 281, brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Tom. This is Cash. This is Mark. This is Becca. This is Stan. And we have some breaking news. Austria's Postal Service is printing special COVID-19 stamps on toilet paper. Ah, now it makes You're sense. You're a lying liar who lies. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you out. If 2020 could take the form, an, form of an object, it would surely be toilet paper. Not only, ha, not only has this year been crappy. Oh. <laughs> yikes. But the pictures of people hoarding, hoarding toilet paper back in the beginning of the COVID plague will live in the memories of everyone. They're starting to do it again, so I heard. Or so the Austrian post office seems to think. Austria is issuing a postage stamp made from three-ply toilet paper to commemorate one of the year's stranger events. Three-ply? Look at these elitists. <laughs> Boy, the environmentalists are going to get upset about that. Yeah, yeah three-ply. Prissy Austrian elitists. The stamp is part of a suit... What? Three ply? I mean, that's that's pretty soft toilet paper. We use one ply and we enjoy it. <laughs> well, one ply is the that stamp. That sounds like John Wayne version. One ply is the stamp, one ply is the gum, and one ply is the backing paper. Hmm. Uh, should all just use a corn cob like, like <laughs> the settlers did. The stamp is part of a souvenir sheet, which is made of three-ply toilet paper. It features a baby elephant whose one-meter length has been used in Austria as a reminder of the recommended social distance. Please stay one baby elephant away from each other. That seems <laughs> odd. Uh, there's nothing in that picture that indicates it's a baby elephant. An Austrian elephant. Well, it has a thing underneath it that says one meter, so I'm... I have a funny feeling that in Austria this makes sense. You know, like they have a lot of one-meter-long elephants wandering around the streets. Right. I would think, you know, maybe in India, but, he, but Austria, no. Hmm. It also shows a mouse, a fly, and a little bug to show decimeters, centimeters, and millimeters, which I have heard are the various ways Austria measures their stuff. Well, I think it's the way just about everybody except Americans measure their stuff. America. The stamp is part of a semi-postal souvenir sheet and is valued at 275 cash meters <laughs> plus another 275 cash meters. What are those? I don't know. They're on the metric system. Yeah. Each stamp measures just under four inches in length or some number of centimeters and is the size and shape of a standard sheet of toilet paper. 
You're not kidding, are you? Uh, four inches. See, they use inches. Customers can even use the stamps to enforce social distancing. Ten stamps lined up next to each other measure one meter. The recommended social distance in some countries. Again, a meter is the distance from one point to another point, which is one meter away. So in Austria, ten stamps is the equivalent of a baby elephant. <laughs> I think that's uh, what they're getting at there, yes. So they would understand if I took the stamps out of my purse and started just putting them on the ground and said, you have to be 10 stamps away from me. Well, it's got to be the entire souvenir sheet. Oh, okay. 10 souvenir sheets, because the stamp is only like about one quarter of the souvenir sheet. The Austrian... So is that a single souvenir sheet right there? Or, well, I mean, I know podcast, you can't see the picture, but... um... Yeah, I'll, I'll point the microphone at the picture. But basically, it is, picture a square piece of toilet paper. On the left side, there is a gnat or a little itty-bitty bug. Then there's a fly, then a mouse, then an elephant. And then to the right of that, there is a perforation, a line of perforations, and then another stamp. And the stamp has, what does, the stamp has uh, two... Um, two vi- COVID, two, two, two COVID, COVID, yeah, COVID <clears throat> viruses, two COVID virus floating around, an elephant that it says elephant equals one meter distance, and then it on the top it has two seventy five plus two seventy five. Is that one meter? So this tr- is a semi postal. Yes. Is that is that trunk extended or unextended? How do they measure that? <laughs> That's a good point. Unextended, oh. probably. I think I think the one millimeter bug is a walk. Because <laughs> the second one's a fly. Yeah. Could be a flea. In the picture, it looks like the fly can pick up the mouse very easily and carry it on. <laughs> well, it looked like the fly might eat the elephant, though. The Austrian post office did not have any comment on how many semi-postal souvenir sheets one should use when making a bowel movement, and no comment is given on how the gum may affect such an event. So what do you all think of that? Oh, I definitely want one of these for my collection. No question about it. I mean, a stamp, a souvenir sheet made out of toilet paper. Well, I do collect Austria, so I might want one too. Yeah. I wonder Don't if- get it wet. I wonder if they, like, come in rolls. Your coil stamps? <laughs> coils, yeah, coils. Yeah, this isn't a coil stamp. They really, they really lost it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 500, sheets um, to, 500 sheets to a coil. Is that, so is that 275 euros, or is it, what is the Austrian? Um... The Austrians use euros, yes. Hold on. It can't be, because 275 euros is, like, 300 US dollars? Yeah. That's uh yeah, I have a, I have a problem with that. Right, it's actually 600 bucks because it's 275 plus the 275. Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's 275 plus do it. $600 sheet of uh toilet paper here. Hmm. No, it, it can't be. It's 275 cents? That's still expensive. That's like a $6 souvenir sheet. Somebody hit, hold on. Austria 
unit of currency? Uh, $2.75 euros, around $3 and a quarter. All right. That makes more sense. So, So from this article on CNN from Berlin, um, the stamps, which can be torn off of the stamp block along a perforated line, just like toilet paper, come complete with an adhesive foil and retail at 2.75 euros, around $3 and a quarter, Austria Post said in a statement. Hmm. The Postal Service will be releasing 300,000 of these sheets of toilet paper on October 30th. So a couple of days ago. You think people are hoarding yep. them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, this is our uh, Thanksgiving podcast because we just put up our Halloween podcast that we recorded right around Halloween and it just went up. So we're recording this one like two weeks early so that it'll go up sometime around Thanksgiving. So uh, that's uh, the other side of the introduction we gave. I'm stuffed. (laughs) And... You can order them from, I think you can order them from the Austria Post. I can actually send you the link, Tom. But I'm going to go see if I can order five of them. Six, they're six bucks each. They're actually a little bit over six dollars each. Plus, you're going to have to pay to have them shipped to the U.S. Yeah, plus that. Well, you know, for six bucks, I'll bet you they'll ship you a piece of toilet paper for free. (laughs) (laughs) I would if I were them. One meter yep. equals one baby elephant. Hold on. I'm going to fact check them here. Length. Length of a baby elephant. Of a baby elephant. Is. Uh, oh, it's not length. It's height, I think. They weigh about. 270 pounds, 91 kilograms, and stand about three feet, one millimeter tall. It doesn't one have tall. one one meter. Yeah, one millimeter. <laughs> That's a really super small. One meter tall. But they're kind of square. Either, either that or yeah. it's like a serious conversion issue. They're they're three feet one millimeter tall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like That's pretty freaking precise. Whereas a full-grown elephant weighs 3,000 pounds and is more than one millimeter tall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how big is it? Here we go. How big? 18 to 21 feet. Tusk to tail. Yeah, but how how many... uh... Oh, so six to seven millimeters. Six to seven millimeters, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it doesn't say how long a baby elephant is. Says how tall. Well, I guess you can't fact check them then. Yeah, no kidding. Austria, you win this time. That's right. You'll have to rotate your elephant picture 90 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, also, it does depend on whether his uh, tr- trunk is sticking out or not. Right. I guess whether, yeah. Uh, yep. Austria, you win. Can't, can't fact check you here. Strangest stamp of the year award goes to. Yeah. Although there are some other interesting stamps. Yes. The Portuguese cork stamp. 
Being the world's biggest producer of cork, Portugal issued this one-of-a-kind stamp made out of paper-thin cork in 2007. Had a face value of one euro and was printed in a quantity of 230,000. Every stamp from the series is unique due to the cellular nature of the cork. <laughs> can't, collect, I, can't collect them all. Yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, paper is unique also in that sort of way. <laughs> I, I saw a uh, documentary on how they soak their quirks before they put them into wine bottles. Did you see that one? No. It was uh, a, a big profession back of, like in the 18 and early 1900s of cork soakers. Okay. <laughs> one would think you would have to dry them out rather than get them soaking wet. Yeah. I, I think know. there's a joke in there that just went right over my head. Because <laughs> Cash is over here smiling weirdly at me. There is also the UEFA football stamp. That would be non-American football. The Austrian post office had the coolest idea to produce stamps entirely made from the same material as a soccer ball. Its purpose was to celebrate the UEFA Euro Soccer Tournament in 2008. Special printing methods were applied to make the plastic look like a real ball. Well, That's United, actually kind of cool. Yeah, United States also had their vinyl stamps that they made, the uh, 25 cent non denominational flag stamp back in what, the 70, 1974 ish, somewhere around there? Yeah, and then they made the F version. Yeah. When it changed to 29 cents. The first ATM stamps. <clears throat> and then there was the Chocolate Royal Mail. Many people don't like the idea of licking the back of the stamp to glue it on an envelope. The UK Royal Mail decided to make this pleasant and delicious experience by creating chocolate stamps, which has three smells and flavors, milk, dark, and white chocolate. The postage stamp emblems come in a set of 24 first-class stamps arranged as a chocolate bar. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Although I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to doubt the fact that they actually taste like chocolate when you lick them <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't right. seem right to me and i'm gonna say they must have more calories than even an average postage stamp licking it <laughs> <laughs> yeah your low cal postage stamps and then your high cal postage stamps then there's a meteorite dust stamp another fine example of creativity hey it comes from austria again well, Austria. Austria, Austria. Austria. Yeah. In 2006, they issued a stamp that contained meteorite dust, 0. 0.03 grams of space rock, to be more exact. The 19-kilogram meteorite, which was found in Morocco, was crushed, and then the fine dust applied on the stamp with a special adhesive. The cost of this unique piece was just 3.75 euros. So if one of those came in for expertization, would we hit it for a natural paper inclusion? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Austria is going to town on this stuff. Right. Well, what do the dust stamp taste like? <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like outer space. Then the fruit scented stamp. Germany is known for producing scented stamps, but their most beautiful and unique set came in the 2010 series featuring fruits such as strawberries, apples, lemons, and blueberries. The secret of these stamps is the micro-encapsulated fragrant oils that are assembled in the paper they are made of. 
The United States did one of these. What was that? Did the ice cream Popsicle. Stamp. We did the ice oh, cream stamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're right. A couple yes. of years ago. Yeah, I remember those. 2017 or yep. 18, 19. Yep. We bought them from an from ice, ice cream, cream truck, truck in the post office parking lot. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, here's my favorite one. I like this one. The Swarovski Crystal Stamp. Yep. Swarovski is known for their beautiful jewelry, but did you know that they produced a stamp with their famous crystals on it? In cooperation with the Austrian Post, they were issued in 2004 with the design featuring the famous Swarovski swan and a diamond covered in little crystals. These stamps were produced in a limited number of 800,000 pieces. Well, let's get realistic. Every stamp is produced in a limited quantity. No, no stamp is yeah, printed limited in limited quantities of what billions nowadays. <laughs> well, it's a limited quantity of a three billion print run. You know, I could I could say that of the Disney pins I used to collect. Technically, every one is limited edition because <laughs> eventually they stop making them. Yeah, but this one is. Uh, first of all, I really like the stamp. Second of all, I like the crystals. But the interesting, well, the uninteresting thing is you can't put it in your stamp album because. Those crystals have some fairly large size to them. And uh, it, it's interesting. I mean, it's not at all a flat stamp. But it is one of my more favorite stamps. There's also a second Swarovski crystal stamp. Also with called natural paper inclusions. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Or would they be unnatural paper inclusions? Well, if one of the crystals fell off, then you'd have an error it, stamp. An inclusion <laughs> dropout. Yeah. <laughs> it's even a bigger error. The steel stamp. The first stamps made from steel, or steel foil to be more precise, were issued in 1969 in the little country of Bhutan. This, the design of this stamp series represent the history of steel making and was created by the Walt Disney Company in Bhutan. I did not know that second part. I know I, uh, I've seen these stamps before. I didn't realize they were created by the Disney company. <laughs> so does that mean that if you collect Disney stamps, you should collect these? I'm guessing yes. I would. And since they're made out of steel, I guess they have a durability to them that uh, other stamps don't. Do they rust after you lick them? <laughs> <laughs> it's steel, not iron. Steel rusts. It's not stainless steel. It's just steel. Oh, good point. Yeah. Is it I wonder. Is yeah. it stainless steel? <laughs> stainless steel, maybe. Yes, maybe stainless steel. There's no stand, there is no stand in this steel. <laughs> yeah. There, there's no stand in the steel at all. And, of course, one we discussed previously was the cod stamp that had the cod skin on it. Yep. The... the the arguably most disgusting stamp ever made. Fish skin stamp. And it was made from, uh, was it Iceland or Greenland? I don't know. You didn't include any info. I oh. forget. Uh, I forget which one it is. Well, Hero Islands. The designer was M. Mork and P. Ingeman in 2016. Faroe Islands? Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, so you guys, you see, I accidentally typed in cod piece instead of cod skin. <laughs> and I am on a very different website right now. <laughs> hmm. But I'm learning a lot about medieval fashions. 
Which, by the way, brings up a complaint oh, no. I have. A big complaint about medieval fashions. And your wife is the reason for it. Because I was talking with Christine yesterday. And I've always had a problem with Cinderella. She Oh, you're going to go after the meme, aren't you? Huh? You're going to go after that meme? Which meme is that? Her slipper fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Knew it. Yeah, it's BS. The whole story is BS. Because she has all the uh, accoutrements, including a carriage and horses and stuff, created for her. The uh, clock start uh, starts to... Uh, strike midnight, so she runs out, and her slipper falls off. Well, women, and Becca, I assume that you will be able to confirm this, if you are going to wear dress shoes, you get half a size larger. And that's why the shoe fell off, is because she only danced one dance, if she would have danced more dances, then, you know, your feet swell and stuff like that. And you don't want a really tight fitting shoe. So you get them half a size larger. So if she had dainty feet, like it says in the book, she had probably like size seven feet. Whereas everybody else has, you know, between size eight and 15 or something like that. <laughs> and uh, so her shoe fell off because she didn't dance very much. It didn't fit, and she ran away. So now the prince picks it up, and she go, he goes around the kingdom finding the foot that fits. Well, the only foot that's going to fit that is Cinderella's after she's been dancing for a while. So if you put the shoe on Cinderella, it's not going to fit. It's going to be half a size too big. So how does the prince reconcile this? If you're, you're literally looking for a person whose shoe doesn't fit because it fell off. And I call BS, and I didn't even know there was a meme on it. Oh, the meme? The meme about it was, um, if Cinderella's glass slipper fits so perfectly, how did it fall off in the first place? Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> and it fell off because the fairy godmother... Being very smart, knowing she was going to a ball, made it half a size bigger. And so, my childhood is a lie. The fairy godmother also could have made it so that it purposely fell off, so the prince could find it, and so it purposely fit her the next day. She was magical, after all. Well, that would have to be the case, because at midnight, the carriage turned into a pumpkin, the horses turned into mice... Uh, all her clothes disappeared. I assume she was naked at that time. And her other shoe disappeared. No, mm -hmm. she wasn't because she was dressed. Everything turned back to the way it was. So her dress would have gone back to her original dress. Correct. Ah, okay, good. So she wasn't running around naked. Yes. No. Good. That would that would be un, unseemly of a... Very, yeah. very un-Disney-like. Yeah, very yeah, un and also make it very easy to and... find the princess by just, okay, <laughs> which one of them, these people is naked? <laughs> And this is philatelic. Why? <laughs> it's philatelic because they printed Cinderella stamps and purposely are lying to our children. Oh, my goodness. They, the Cinderella stamps should be boycotted. Hmm. All this from Codskin. 
All right. <laughs> all, all Cinderella stamps or stamps that are Cinderella's should be boycotted. Ooh, Which one? Good point. Right. And yeah. Then, and what are you gonna? Are you gonna start in on Santa Claus stamps? Because then, you know, that might bring down the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did see. Speaking about memes, there was a uh, meme about a uh, cookies for sale. <laughs> And it said cookies for, and they didn't, instead of putting Santa, they accidentally typed in Satan. (laughs) Cookies for Satan. And everybody said, well, it might be a typo, but it is 2020. (laughs) So it may be absolutely correct. Well, this train is fully off the tracks now. (laughs) It's it's so far off the rails that I think I'm leaving. Before but, I hit, or before we hit something. <laughs> so the cod skin stamp was, in fact, the Faroe Islands. Yes, that is true. <laughs> well, we need your help. Boy, do we. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. You can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. If you are an APS member, please include your member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our address is P.O. Box 539309, Henderson, Nevada, 89053. You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, episode number 281. I apologize in advance. (laughs) This was Tom. (laughs) This was Cash. This was Mark. This was Becca. And this was Stan. You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.